Welcome back, everyone, to the Close to Home podcast. Welcome. We have uh, another great episode uh, for you today. Uh, I am David. This is Chris. And on the opposite side of him, we have a phenomenal uh, young gentleman, because since me and Chris are both older, we can say that. Yes. This is Kalen. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome, brother, to the podcast. Um, cool. We've been we've been looking to looking to have you on. So glad you can make it today. Yes, sir. Very I appreciate it. Today we're going to be uh, doing a little bit of a different uh, approach, um, not a specific topic that we're talking about today, but we just want to dive in uh, to a little bit of Kayla's testimony, um, some background, just kind of where he came from, um, and just you know just have a good little conversation. So buckle up, <laughs> we're going to get into whatever the Holy Spirit leads us into, we're going to dive into it, and, and we're going to have fun. So uh, hit the like, comment, subscribe share all that stuff at the top of the show. Remember, because we're not doing it at the end because that's what YouTube says to do. So hey. now that we got that out the way, let's get it cracking. So, sir, yes, one, sir, again, thank you for joining us today. Of course. Um, you know, we've talked a little bit um, at the church. And by the way, Kalen plays the drums at the church. He's he's a magician on those things. He's the guys, he's, <laughs> I watch him up there and I'm like, man, this dude. <laughs> He's got it. So, um, you know, so that's a that's a talent. And obviously that's something that you've been working on for for quite some time. But um, I just want to I noticed you didn't mention that I recently started playing the guitar, which I'll <laughs> which I'll overlook <laughs> for this time. So next but. episode, what we're going to do, we're going to have Chris play us a full song on the guitar. I'm for it. No one needs to hear that right now. <laughs> I love it. So, yeah, no, let's let's get into it. Um, I just want to open the floor to you and uh, okay. wherever you want to start, um, just give us some background of, of who Kalen is. Cool. So since you mentioned <laughs> drums, we're going to yep. start there. Let's do it. Um, because that is the beginning of everything. Mm -hmm. So literally, um, when my mom had me in her belly, my mom's an incredible singer. Nice. So my mom would have me by the drums mm -hmm. and she said I would kick which is really like, most people are like, yeah, right. But I'm telling you, it's it's crazy. It's like a very spiritual thing. Like it started there. And um, my mom said when she had me, I used to make these like weird sounds. And she thought I was like either like something was wrong or like I was sick or yeah. she just didn't understand. Yeah. But I was mimicking the drum set. So it started there. Mm. And then uh, throughout the years, I began to... Um, of course, my mom had me in church. I would go to church every Sunday, yeah. and I had this burning passion to play drums, like right. from the start. I was That's just dope. burning to play <laughs> drums. And there were, uh, of course, older guys that I used to watch, and I would literally, and, I, and it's funny because I just went to my old church, and they reminded me about this. I would hold my drumsticks every Sunday. I was ready every Sunday. Yeah. And I was like three, yeah. and I would just wait, and yeah. I would just wait for my opportunity. And That's dope. I waited for seven years. Mm -hmm. So from being like a very young toddler to my to about when I was five, because when I was five, I ended up getting saved. I still remember how it happened. Yeah. I remember my mom always talks about this. I had a white suit on. <laughs> And this is back when, like, we you're wearing full suits, yeah. like yeah. vests and everything, ties, yeah. all of that. Yeah. And um. But I remember just feeling this like tug on my heart as the pastor was talking about giving your life to Jesus. And I was like, Mom, I'm going to go. And I mm. remember being five. Wow. 
And um, my mom was like, what? <laughs> like, yeah. What are you talking about? And yeah. I was like, mom, I'm going. Yeah. And I went out and I remember they took me to the back. Um, you know, I confessed Jesus as my savior, yeah. as my Lord and savior. And that was the beginning of like my spiritual journey. Yeah. So at five, um, I got saved. And then two years later, again, every Sunday, holding those drumsticks oh, in the front, just <laughs> waiting. And I would, I would run up there yeah. and like... Um, the minister of music at the time would send me back down and I'll go back down and I'll cry mm, and yeah. I'll cry. Oh. And I just remember, um, I just had this feeling like something is going to happen one day. Mm. And one day the older guys didn't show up and I've never touched a drum set in my life. Yeah. And my minister of music, Miss Helena Manigold, I still remember her. She's <laughs> incredible yeah. uh, musician yeah. and singer. Mm. And she was just like, Let's just see what he can do. Yeah. And I got on the drum set and I could play. Yeah. Ooh, and wow. I remember like everybody was just looking like, what in the world? <laughs> so like 10? Like I'm seven. Seven. I'm seven, seven. years old. Like wow. just straight up playing. Yeah. Of course, I wasn't perfect, but I had like a right. tempo problem. But I could do a lot of like things that I wasn't supposed to be doing at seven, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah. And that was the start of like drums for me and um, really the start of like my spiritual journey, which I really didn't quite grasp it because I'm seven. I mean, how much, right. you know, how much are you going to grasp it at seven? Right. But uh, that's when it really started for me. And I'd say from seven to about seven, seven to 17, I played drums every week, every wow. Sunday. Wow. Um, and I mean, this is like Baptist style church. So, I mean, the songs are like 10, 12, yeah, 20 minutes a piece. Oh, and you're doing like yeah. four songs on yeah. the front end, three yeah. on the back, solos included, yeah. doing revivals, all of that stuff. So, so I was just in into it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Something that a lot of people don't know that I kind of skipped over, but um, I sung first. Yeah. So I used to sing in the choir yeah. because it didn't let me play drums. Right. And they were like, oh, my gosh, he can sing. So I yeah. would sing. and um, But when I got the chance to play drums, it was it. I just kind of like, I was like, I'm, I'm going to play drums. So <laughs> I got to see um, a lot of things during that time period. I don't think I got to really play every Sunday as the main drummer until I was about 12. But I had a cousin, an older cousin, that was like the most talented drum set player I've ever seen. Mm. And I would just study him. And then I would watch this movie. It was a movie called Drumline. I'm sure everybody Damn knows me. it. Drumline. That's going to be a key part because yeah. Yeah. I am literally that guy. Right. I did. Right. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'm trying try not to skip too much. No, you can. But, we, can um, we got it. We got it, man. You basically, uh, <laughs> if we fast forward in the story, mm -hmm. when I got to high school, I did four years of marching band and wow. I became a drum, uh, a drum captain yeah. for the band, but I couldn't read music. Hmm. So I have this crazy like memory thing. Yeah. Like I can just memorize. So like when I remember my first time getting on the drum line, like you gotta read the music. Yeah. But That's I wasn't the thing. first person to play. So mm -hmm. by the second time I had to memorize it and play it in oh, front yeah. of the yeah. instructor. Yeah. And like I just remember being like, um, feeling kind of like out of place because I couldn't read and yeah. I was scared to tell someone. Yeah. But I just had the, you know, I had this gift. And now being older, I knew it was like the Holy Spirit. Like God Absolutely. gave me this gift yeah. to use. And, um, but going backwards, back to around that time when I started playing every Sunday, um, it was just like this crazy time period of like every Sunday, um, just repetition, like 
we play on Sunday, you know, we pray, we play. Sometimes they had like a little travel group. They mm -hmm. would travel and I would be right there and I would watch my mom and Miss Helena and this guy named Mr. Ray. I call him a superhero. He's the best <laughs> bass player I've ever played with. He plays a six-string bass. Ooh. So it's it's really hard. Yeah, is it six or five? I think it's six. Yeah. Because six is the one that everybody can't play. Yeah. Because it's different. Right, right. So he plays a six-string bass and he literally like grew, like watched me grow up. So he was my bass player that I got to play with yeah. and learn the pocket with and stuff right. like that. And he would play and then he would go like uh, he was like a nurse or like a doctor or something. Yeah. He would go, he would play and yeah. he would just disappear and he would come back Sunday play and he would just disappear. So it was always yeah. really cool yeah. just being up under that and just seeing like them write songs. I mean, right. these songs that were like the presence of God was there wow. and like just watching my mom and Miss Helena and uh, the group was called Shekinah at the time. And they used to actually, we did like the McDonald's showcase when I was yeah. like 14, I played the drums there. Nice. And I think Kurt Franklin and those guys were out oh, there. Yeah. So That's I got crazy. to see like a lot of stuff very early. Yeah. yeah. Um, so basically that was my life from seven to around 14, 15. Yeah. And then things started to happen, which um, basically when I feel like my, my testimony becomes really evident and I feel like I really need to get this out especially to like younger adults and like younger kids yeah. even kids in high school yeah. because high school was a really rough time for me because in high school it's like you want to be cool and then you don't really know who's Christian like Christian mm. friends yeah. and yeah. and then you know um something I didn't talk about I never really had a relationship with my father so mm. um my mom would always tell me stories like you know um, my dad loves me and I would see him every now and then. Like we would go up to see him. I knew where he works. He lives mm -hmm. in the same state. Yeah. But um he would just tell me the same thing, like, you know, yeah, you know, we're gonna get together, we're gonna get together. And then he might like mm -hmm. set a date and then he wouldn't show up. Mm -hmm. So that right then started the kind of like the feeling of like not being good enough or not feeling like um, anybody really like wanted me type thing. Right. And I'd say like fast forward wise, my mom ended up getting married and my stepdad, he kind of being completely honest, my stepdad was like, at the time to me, he was great. He taught me, you know, manners and he's yeah. from, I think he was from New York and he moved to, to like Savannah, Georgia. And, um, then we were, he moved here and, you know, met my mom and stuff and they got married. And I mean, he's a truck driver. He could sing, right. went to church with us. Right. Great guy. You know, there were some things that, you know, you know, happened later on, you yeah. know, and it wasn't all his fault. Right. You know, things just happen, you know, life yeah. happens. Yeah. But yeah. I will, uh, I will never try to discredit him ever, mm -hmm. you know, but at the same time, at a crucial point when my parents were getting kind of like separated at the time it was right when i was starting high school yeah and he told me like you know he'll always be there for me and like my sisters and because i have two sisters my older sisters and we've all kind of been apart most of our lives so like my my mom and well my sister ashley was mostly at my aunt's house and then my sister Terika was somewhere totally different in mm. in the country so we all were kind of just split up most of my lives so yeah. i didn't really have that close of a relationship with my sister Terika until i was like older older right and then my sister ashley i was pretty close with her but it was just off and on she 
was the first one to go to college and graduate and stuff. She's incredible. Nice. So yeah. Wow. Yeah. I love my sisters, yeah. but there's a lot there. And I don't yeah. want to go too far into that. Yeah. But it got to a point where I just felt like, okay, everybody that I hold close to me leaves me type thing. Mm. But I'm like a freshman in high school. Yeah. So I'm going through all of these things, dealing with just like, you know, depression, you know, seeing kids come in with all the Jordans and, you know, and my, my mom is doing everything by herself. So we can't afford that stuff, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, and it got to a point where I know now that I'm older, I think my mom got depressed. Mm. Um, so my mom kind of stopped really engaging with me. And it got to a point where, like, I was pretty much taking care of myself. Like, right. You know, I figured out a way to sell sneakers and like, so I get a pair mm -hmm. of sneakers and I'll flip them. And then I just became, that's when the entrepreneur stuff came <laughs> out of nowhere. I started right. flipping, selling yeah. sneakers. Yeah. And um, I don't think at the time my mom really realized what was going on because yeah. mentally she just had so much like she was dealing yeah. with. And um, I would never discredit my mom because all of this, like who I am today is because right. God used my mom. Yeah. To make yeah. me who I am, so I would never discredit my mom. But we had some, we had some really tough times to the point where, like, one of my friends came to my house and he asked, he asked me, like, he kind of like was a little mischievous. So he went and like came in the house mm -hmm. and then like looked in the pantry. Any kids yeah. look yeah. for like yeah. some some yeah. pop tarts or whatever, yeah. and he saw there was nothing in the in the pantry and there was like nothing to eat. So he was asking me like, hey, you know. Um, like, what do you eat? Like when your mom's not here and I was just like, I just figure it out. Yeah. And then he told his mom and then it got crazy. DSS got involved. And then mm. it was a situation where I basically had to like, like I had to like choose like being with their family or like my mom. I was like, I'm not going to choose their family, but yeah. I love them because right. they, I mean, they took me to Disney World. They took me all these great places and right. yeah. got me into band, but it was a situation where like, they were basically like, you need to tell us what's going on at home. And they're basically were trying to take me from my mom. Mm -hmm. So I'm going through all of this 14, 15 Man. years old, trying to keep my grades up, so but yeah. I was not keeping my grades up. Yeah. Um, and I was really a talented basketball player too. So... Mm. Then it got to a point where my coach is like, okay, you got to choose between basketball and band. I'm like, what? And it doesn't yeah, make sense. Yeah. Like, even yeah. to this day, to this day, I know there's a plan. I know that God had a reason for uh, it. Yeah. Absolutely. But to this day, I'm like, those but are still. two different seasons. Like, yeah. I don't, yeah. but I I was like, well, I'm not going to the NBA. So <laughs> <laughs> let me, uh, I'm good now. Don't get me wrong, but I'm not going to the <laughs> NBA. So let yeah. me just stick with band because that's, you know, that's right. what I ended up doing. But it got really rough to the point where I remember um, something I skipped over is I moved a lot. Like mm -hmm. me and my mom, we moved like I remember going to like. So let me think. Usually and what's really great is we moved during the summer usually. Yeah. So I didn't really have to worry about different schools like that. Right. But I remember when I was in sixth grade, I moved to Savannah, Georgia and. Um, I lived, we lived there and I went to a school of the arts. So that was the coolest time. Yeah. Like yeah. I got to dance, I got yeah. to sing, I got to yeah. use all my gifts yeah. and yeah. like have people like, you know, tweak them and make them better. My grades were the best I've ever had. Cause I used to be like wow. a straight A student at one yeah. point. Yeah. And then when things started happening, you know, it's hard to keep those grades right. up when yeah. your mental isn't there. Yeah. So course. 
Um, and hopefully I'm not talking too much. No, I'm, I'm but, just hey, trying it, to like go, it remember go. it all. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we we ended up moving there because we just didn't have the money at the time. And my right. this was around the time like the like trying to think around like the when there was like a Great Depression kind of where like. It, a lot of people were losing their jobs. You're talking around like 2008. I think so, but I don't think I was. I don't think I was in sixth grade in 2008. Actually, I might have been. I might yeah, have been. Like housing yeah. crash. Yeah. 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 So yeah. basically, yeah. my my stepdad was. He was a CD, you know, CDL driver. Mm-hmm. And they were making all this money at one point, and then that stopped. So yeah. we had to figure it out. And his home was Savannah, so we ended yeah. up going there for a year. Yeah. Yeah. And to tell you the determination of my mom, we came to church in Somerville, South Carolina, every Sunday. We miss one Sunday in a yeah. year. Yeah. Every Sunday from Savannah, Georgia wow. to to here. Every Sunday. I never miss a Sunday yeah. ever. My yeah. mom is like very, very, very determined. How long is that drive? It's about, about an two, hour, hour forty five. Because yeah, my my stepdad had yeah, he had a yeah. Monte Carlo. <laughs> he used to be moving moving yeah. that car. So he had hour forty five. Yeah, that's my mom's <laughs> always loved these nice cars. So she's yeah. had she had like a BMW or something. Mm. So we we always were. Yeah, we were getting there, but yeah. my mom, my mom drives like an old lady. So do I. So I'm safe. I'm a safe driver. Yeah. But yeah, we you know it. It just shows, even like now that I think about it, like my mom is just so determined, like, you know, and she's the type of person, like if she wants something or she believes God has something for her, she's going to go for it Mm -hmm. no matter what. Even if it's like, yeah, everybody's like, no, like everybody's like, no, it it can't work. My mom You and I, we we talked at at church one time um, and you you saying that the way you were talking to me about what we were talking about in the moment. That's exactly what, you know, you were you were you were saying that determination. So yes, sir. Um, so you 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 feel that watching your mother do that. Yes, definitely. That was instilled in me yeah. from my mom. Absolutely. Um, because I didn't really being completely honest, I don't remember seeing how my dad reacted in certain situations or my stepdad. Right. Um, and my real father, you know, I I rarely saw him. Um, mm-hmm. so. My mom was all I had, you know, and yeah. in a lot of cases, that is a lot of kids' situation. Um, and you're going through high school and you're trying to, like, fit in. Yeah. And something about me in high school, I was, like, popular, but then I was talked about a lot, too. I, I so it was yeah. it was so yeah. weird. Like, it was the that. craziest thing. Like, um, I didn't have much money, so I got put on to going to Goodwill. And I would find these rock band T-shirts mm-hmm. and I would wear Vans because they're, like, 30 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. That is the style now. But I got the style from California, and yeah. I've always been into, like, fashion, too. Yeah. So I got the style from, like, California and stuff, right. and I brought it down here. And people would be like, what is he wearing? Yeah. Like, he doesn't have, he doesn't have his, um, <laughs> at the time, it was windbreakers and Jordans. Uh-huh. Yeah. Or, like, all the, the Kevin Durant's and all of those. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. I had one pair of Kevin Durant's in high school. Yeah. And the other shoes I had, I used to make money to eat. So, yeah. like, that was my... That was, was like that was a hustle. I need to eat. Uh, that was <laughs> like, you know, yeah. I gotta figure it out. So, you know, um, my sisters would come in and sometimes they knew what was going on, so they would try to help when they could. Yeah. Um, but it got really bad to the point where like once we moved from Savannah, came back here, my parents got a divorce, and um we got to a point where like my mom ended up God ended up blessing my mom with this house and we had this house in Westcott for like a year. 
Yeah. And this is where I got to meet my core friends that still my friends now. They're at my wow. wedding. Yeah. Um, so I got to meet those guys That's and awesome. we're there for a year. And then we get to a point where like my mom just like she can't do everything on her own. Yeah. So yeah. um we ended up losing the house and we ended up moving some I, f- I forgot where we moved. It was like like a trailer park or something. And I just remember like having a moment where like me and my mom had like a falling out mm-hmm. and I remember just thinking like I have to figure out I don't know why but I was like I have to figure out how to be in band this year like that's all that was on my mind like I was yeah. like I have to figure out how to get to school and how to be in band and yeah. one of my friends came and picked me up right before band camp and I was literally like house hopping like just you know and it was weighing on me because it's like, I'm not their responsibility. Like, you know, but people were letting me stay a couple nights and then go to the next house. And it got to the point where like, it's like the last two days of band camp and I have nowhere to go. And I decided to sleep outside my high school, mm. which was a horrible, like something that like, when I think about it, like maybe I could have done something differently. But, but in the moment, in the just, moment, I just all you're thinking about. Oh, I, think, I, yeah. I need to go find somewhere to sleep. Exactly, I was so like, man, I have to yeah. like, I have to find somewhere to sleep, and I have to be here tomorrow, yeah, on time. Yeah. So I was like, I don't know what to do. So I went in the golf cart at first, and this is a crazy story. At first, I went into the actual like building because I went to Fort Chester High School, mm-hmm. and I was thinking like, okay, if the band room is open, then I'm good to go. I can be in the band room. Everything is good. Yeah. But I set the alarm off. So the cops come like literally within five minutes and I just hear something go, go to the band field. So I went to the band field and I didn't know the cops were coming, but when I got to the band field, they couldn't see me all the way over there. And I remember seeing the two, the two cop cars and the two guys going in, checking in the school, looking for whoever set the alarm off. And I just remember sitting there and just thinking like, man, I don't even know how I got like to this place. Right. And to get through to it, I, I sleep to the next day, and then we have this whole th- this whole thing where the principal finds out, and he loves me, so he's just mm. like, "We have to call your mom. We gotta call. We gotta figure this out." Yeah. And I'm just like, "As long as you guys don't get DSS involved, yeah, like yeah. we'll make it work." Right. And this is when my sister Ashley decides to take me in for a while, and. I'm trying to like skip through things that aren't necessarily as important. Yeah. But we and get she's how much older? And my you? sister Ashley was she was in her late twenties at this time, okay. married to uh my brother in law that's pretty much like my father figure. Like my brother in law was like he's he's a uh, marine, great yeah. dude. He's been taking care of my sister for years. Like he yeah. loves my sister. Um and I believe they just had my nephew, uh Stefan Jr. Yeah. at the time, but they took me in. I know they didn't have the money to do it, but they did. They took me in, and, you know, I know my mom needed that time because she was recovering. You know, we all were just going through so much. I'm still going to church. I'm still yeah. playing, yeah. you know, drums. Um, but we get to the point where it's like I didn't really I, – I always had God, like, there. I always knew, like, yeah. you know, God, you know – I know you're going to bring us through this somehow or bring me through this somehow yeah. because that's what my mom instilled in me. Like my mom was the praying 
woman like every saturday yeah you smell clorox and worship music <laughs> my mom is going in man praying right, and right. i i don't yeah. think i really like grasped it until you know i get to a point and i'm i'm skipping around but i have to skip to this point this is like the first time i felt like you know god gave me something special wando high school is a very prominent band program yeah they win like every year other than Somerville. Yeah. Right. So they got, it got to a point where like they started sending them to bands of America. They, they were just too wow. good. So God gave me the opportunity to audition. Mm. And I remember freaking out because I had to memorize a marimba piece. I've never played marimba in yeah. my life. Yeah. I played like the little scales or whatever, mm, right. but like, I don't know how to read music. So yeah. I got with the guy the same day as the audition to learn it. And I memorized this piece and I get in there and I'm playing, um, playing the piece. And this guy named Mr. Handel, he's like, he's like LeBron to like the drum, <laughs> the drum line world. Like it's okay. crazy. He's marched okay. like really big cores and everybody knows this guy. Mm -hmm. And he's just looking at me. He's like, okay, play the piece. And I play it. And of course I memorize it. So it's perfect. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, so play me an F major scale. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> Okay, I'm just dun, 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 yeah. dun. he's just like okay, you're an incredible drum set player, incredible snare drum player. Yeah. And he was like, I know you can't read. Mm -hmm. He was like, but you're on the drum line. And wow. Wow. let me show you how crazy this is. I didn't I I didn't really register how how professional they were yeah. or what level it was on. But this band room is filled with like 150 kids and there's only like 30 spots. Mm. And he already told me before everyone else. Yeah. And wow. um I'll have to shout out my friend Mason Malone because he his family was the family that took me to like Disney World and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. And his dad was like letting me spend the night out there in Mount wow. Pleasant to yeah. like audition and like you know, Mason helped me get on the line, basically. Man. He, like, put put in the word for me. And um, he recently got saved, and now he plays yeah. drums for Shout out for Mason. Church. So wow. shout out Mason <laughs> and his family. Um, they're super Man. great. That's awesome. um, and I'm skipping around. It's so much Maybe. stuff happened. Like, it's your life, man. Um, yeah. yeah. I'm going to come back to my senior year, but I have to finish this. Yeah. So this is, like, my junior year, and I'm still at Fort. But I'm trying to get to Wando and I make the line. So he's like, Yeah, he made the line. He's like, Don't tell anybody, but just go back out there. So I go back out there and we're playing warm ups. And I remember um, he comes out and he's just like, Okay, so you, 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 snare drum, you, 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 quads, you, 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 bass, everybody else go home. And I was just like, Yeah, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, That's how it works. Like, it's just like, wow. And then the stuff, I, I did two weeks of band camp with those guys and the amount of focus and the drive that they had, yeah. the the program was just so well, like, oh yeah, like put together. Yeah. It was the yeah. best experience like I've ever had in my life, two yeah. weeks with those guys. And then I wasn't able to go because I didn't have a vehicle at the time and we just mm -hmm. didn't have the money for it. And I was yeah. still kind of living with my sister, but it was... A situation coming up where like they had to move and they just didn't have enough money for me. Yeah. And they were making ways for me, mm -hmm. but I told them I got this. Like I'm gonna figure this out yeah. myself. I had no idea what I was gonna do. Yeah. So they moved to the country and this is when this incredible family came in. 
uh, the Hashios. I have to say their names. Um, the Hashio family. The the dad was my freshman year. One of one of the drum uh, drumline instructors, okay. and I was the only kid that liked this guy. Which is so funny <laughs> because God ended up using him and now yeah. he's like my dad. Yeah. Like oh um, wow. what happened is they found out what was going on with me. And um Holly's like my little sister, that's their their uh daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they they found out what was going on and they moved me in their house. Wow. And they took care of me from like my senior year all the way through, got me the job at Chick-fil-A, got me in college. Yeah. Like these guys like literally changed my life. I had my first Christmas with them. So I had my first Christmas wow. at 18 and I had like my first real birthday party at 18 at their house. Man. And we're still like, that's wow. like, they're literally, I call, um, I called Holly's mom, my mom. So like, we're literally, I'm going to see them Wednesday, me and Nia, like we're, yeah. we're like family. Like yeah. it is crazy because my whole entire life I would ask God, for my family to be close. And I wanted family so bad. And I still battle with like feeling like, you know, I'm somebody's son. Like Mm. when it comes to like my dad. Right. And um, it's just so many things I could talk about, but I'm trying to like give you the, the main like. No. Yeah. That's you're, you're listen. That's just, Wow. And First I need off. I need help with structure because I'm all I got over you. the place. I got you. No, no, sure. I got you. There's a lot. There's a lot just in in you know that that bit that we that we've been we've been talking about to to unpack, but just the recurring theme, like you just said, feeling that struggling with not feeling like you're you're someone's son. Yes, right? sir. That's I'm sure. Mm-hmm. You have your own thoughts on that. My personal, I don't, I don't, I don't know what that feels like. Yes, sir. Right. So I can't, I can't put that into, I can't articulate that to, to, to anyone. Right. But feeling that, how have you been able to still continue down the path of following your dreams? Um, like we've talked a little yes, bit sir. about before, right? Following your dreams, you know, stay in the course, right? Um, something that we, we've talked about, like mm-hmm. uh, certain points here recently for myself, uh, I'm talking to the Lord and just like, hey, I'm, I'm, I need that word. Like, where am I? Am I still going down the right path? What am I doing? And I, and I get that, hey, I told you, just stay the course. Right? Yes, sir. So how, what has been that, that main driving factor uh, to to keep you following that path and staying on course um, through all of that, it, of course it was it was God, right. but it was the introduction to Riverland because around that time that you know the whole golf cart situation happened. I'm 16, 17, and um, this guy named Mr. McLeod, and I, I believe he came to uh, preach a while back. It was like a couple mm-hmm. months ago mm-hmm. to Riverland, and. Um, he was, I mean, he was on fire for God. Yeah. And he, yeah. I was scared of him because he was so much of an upright, standing, you know, young man. And he held me accountable. Like, mm. if yeah. I was late, he's like, 
you you know better than this, you yeah. know. And um, but I love that about him. Right. You know, I was drawn right. to that. And we would talk about scripture. And I mean, in the middle of band, like in, in the band field, because right. everybody knows drum percussion. We're usually ahead of the band. So we're just kind of waiting for them yeah. to catch up. Gotcha. So <laughs> and no shade to the band. But <laughs> no, no. Percussion is better. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. I don't know, man. Uh, I used to play saxophone. OK, OK. I mean, I kind of, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, saxophone. Not, you know, the, for the, sure. The, the drums were... <laughs> God used Mr. McLeod yeah. to connect me to Pastor Jeff. Yeah. Because they needed a drummer. Mm-hmm. And I was just, I was in the period where like word ministries were my old church. I felt like I was growing, but I didn't feel like I was growing the same way. Like I felt right. like what, how, and, talent and what wise, yeah. I was because it got to the point where like I'm like the superstar at church. That's mm-hmm. what it felt like. Right. Which I knew to be humble and that God could take it away from me. Like mm-hmm. my mom instilled that in me. So there yeah. was no, I'm the best or anything like that. I always right. knew that what I could do was the gift from God. And I gave it back to him. I never asked for money. I never asked for any of that stuff yeah. because I knew that God would take care of me if I gave my gift back to him. Absolutely. And Absolutely. God, like my mom just raised me around elders. Mm-hmm. So I'm, it's always very knowledgeable. And I had a lot of like knowledge beyond my years. Yeah. So like, I was just like, yeah, it's getting to a point where like people are so in awe of what I can do on the drums mm-hmm. that they're forgetting about the spiritual side of the kid or yeah. like what's actually going on. Because they had no idea what was going on at school yeah. or at home yeah. because I felt like, you know, we had to look a certain way at church. And yeah. when I got to Riverland... And I saw one, I saw the excellence because at my old church, we practiced, but I didn't really have to practice because <laughs> it was just kind of like, oh, yeah, we're playing this song on the radio. Yeah. Because our, our musicians were talented. A lot of the guys went to play with like big artists and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. We're just ridiculously talented. So it was just like, oh, yeah, we got this song. Uh, oh, yeah, it just came out. We're playing that. Like that's pretty much yeah, on on okay, Sunday, like Sunday yeah. morning. Like yeah. oh we're playing God. that, and then we we would jam. We was we were yeah. just great, yeah. and it got to a point where like I got to Riverland, and like I saw the excellence there. Like I I saw how like I mean one I never played with tracks before, um. So that was a adjusting period, but I mean you know I could play. Yeah. So but just seeing like okay, this is the song we have a practice. Let's go through parts of the song okay let me send you the email are you available right. like all of those things were just like planning center yeah i was like wow yeah. i was like this is what i need you know right. and then i get to the church and it's a movie theater and i'm like okay well what's going on yeah and then we're building we're getting there 6 a.m building building, building it up yeah you know, to what it was. Yeah. And my mind was just blown because I was like, these many people are this dedicated to God. Yeah. I need to be here. Yeah. And I know my my, you know, people from my old church may have not, they may have thought that I wasn't still going to church. They may have mm-hmm. thought I just like left church or whatever. Right. But I just felt like I had to be there. Yeah. And I fell in love with Riverland. And I yeah. started um realizing you know um trying to they were trying to push me every day closer to jesus for real it wasn't just the like it wasn't just yeah and i mean like 
I'm not gonna say something. I'll tell you guys after because I don't know. I don't know if Pastor Jeff will be okay with me saying that. Okay. But it's something good. It's okay. something like incredible. Yeah, yeah, something yeah, yeah. that he yeah. really didn't have to do. He went out his way right. to do and yeah. took care of me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, I just don't want to like you know. You know, you know what I'm you saying? Keep on going. But all all yeah. all respect for Pastor Jeff yeah. and um something that was really really incredible about Riverland was the people, the love. Yeah. The, you know, the feeling you got when you got there, you felt like you can tell somebody about what you're struggling with and they're not going to talk about you to someone else. Mm. And that was a difference. You've come across that before. Many times before. So it was a difference. I didn't feel like I had to put on a face to go to church. Like I could really let somebody know what's yeah. going on and they helped me with it and then you had connect groups i never had i was like Con- yeah. what i was what like is what yeah. is a connect yeah. group i was i was i was similar to that like i never like growing up in church i grew up pentecostal so i grew up you know we that's the holy rollers doing their doing doing a thing in church but like i never i never got into like any kind of uh, like a connect group or anything like that i just yeah. I didn't i didn't i didn't know about it so yeah. i feel the same you know uh uh in, in respect to that but i Something that we talked about. Yeah. A goal that you have mm-hmm. for the church mm-hmm. is to just making disciples. Yeah. Wow. Right. Right. That's right. We talked yeah. about that. Listening to your story. Obviously, the running theme in there is the Lord just leading you everywhere you need to be. And when you talk about making a space mm-hmm. right in the church or even even on here and just and just disciple 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 that's it you know what i mean just all throughout mm-hmm. your journey just like the lord has been putting people in your path to help you along the way and minister to you he's been doing the same thing with you for those people right wow so the amount of impact that you feel that they gave you, right? You impacted them just as much. Wow. And I think a big part of that, just listening to that, I don't I don't I don't think you realize how much of an impact you had on others. And I'm sure that we can take everybody that you've come in contact with, right? Each one of the families that took you in, that helped you in different points of that your sister. Yeah. Right? I'm sure we can ask any one of them. How has Kalen impacted you? How, the time that you've spent with him, what did you, what did you learn from him? And wow. I guarantee you, they will all have a, a, a tremendous story of something simple that you probably did that just the Holy Spirit working through you affected them. So just, just, just you know, hearing that, man, just you know, don't wow. uh, again going back to you saying that you that feeling that struggle of feeling uh, of like being someone's son or belonging. Yes. You know, God has blessed you. Yes. Tremendously. Wow. Right. So even just, just, just with, not even with your ability and just, you know, but just with your story. That's right. And what you're able to share with people. So again, just, just hearing that little bit uh, that we've been talking about, just, just know that you, you definitely have set an impact for plenty of people. So don't, don't overlook that. Yeah. I feel like when I hear your story, I just hear grace. Like wow, I, just, I, right? I, just, I, I just feel like you know, like, it w- and uh, 
it's it's just it's different to hear because I grew up in in an environment that was very different than the one that you grew up in, and it just seems like God has just had His hand on you like your whole life. I mean, even from like having a having rhythm in the womb. I mean, like <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just and even through the trials that you've been through, just uh, in all my interactions with you, you're so. You're just so you're so graceful. You're you're respectful, and I know you're not perfect or anything like that. Like obviously, there's there's elements of brokenness in your story. I'm not trying to like, um, you know, make it sound like utopia or anything. But I just I don't know. I just feel like when I hear you talk, I just I I just sense grace. I'm wow. just like, you know, I just yeah, you know favor favored son. Wow. You know, yeah. I just I just I, I just feel that. You know, I don't know. I know you want to get to the to the to your senior year. We haven't touched that yet. I kind of kind of well, touched on a little bit. Pretty much, I'm trying to like go all the way to the end. Yeah, I want to. So yeah, almost there. I wanna, but I'm, I wanna, I'm, no, 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 no. I want to hear it. So let's let's uh, let's. Oh, so basically, yeah, um, through the senior year, of course, I stayed with the Hot Shields and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to Riverland now. So yeah. um, I meet Miss Charity uh, Carpenter, yeah. and yeah. Miss Charity Carpenter was like another mom to me. Like God gave me so many <laughs> yeah. mothers, and something yeah. I didn't touch on when I was younger, um, when I was a baby, I remember my mom told me they went to Disney World. Mm-hmm. And um, of course, they always take you when you're a baby. But can't remember it. My mom said a pastor came up to her and prophesied over me and said that um, your son will never want for anything. Mm. And this is like Mm. when I'm a baby. Yeah. And I I kept remembering that through every situation, even if I didn't have something to eat. Like I just kept remembering that. Like. You know, or even if I didn't know where I was going to go or, or I didn't know what was happening, wow. I just kept remembering, like, my mom, you know, my mom said that this pastor prophesied over me. And to me, that's a promise that wow. God made. And I know that throughout the Bible, now that I'm reading, because now it's like, like, I know you, you, um, your, your connection with God mm-hmm. has touched me because you always say that you're you're kind of like envious of people that had the had God since you they were mm-hmm. younger, yeah. and for me, I'm like I'm envious of people that got to be in the world and then get it because I feel like they're more on fire mm. because I can understand that yeah. you can become yeah. very lukewarm, right? Like complacent, just yeah, like mm. literally seeing the same thing or hearing the same things or yeah. you know hearing people's testimonies for years, yeah. and then you're just kind of like. Well, I've been around this, you know. Like, <laughs> it seemed like you kind of you, you become a little numb to it. Cause yeah. It's just like, yeah, this is repetition. So, yeah, we hear this all the time. Yeah, no, but coming from a different perspective, in your eyes, saying, "Man, how on fire are you for God?" Exactly. Because of what you've been through, the things, the experiences, and this and that. But again, going back to it, you you can't look at your life and say that you haven't experienced things. You've experienced things I've never experienced. Chris has never experienced, right? Yes, sir. You have experienced a tremendous amount of things, a tremendous amount of hurt, loss, struggles, pain, tribulation, like that a lot of people will never go through. Yes, sir. So even in that, you know, take a step to look at where God has brought you from. Yes, sir. Right? Don't don't ever lose sight of that. Because you can, you just talking and I know everybody out there 
would agree, you can hear your heart. Wow. In this conversation. Yes, you sir. 100% can hear it, right? And just the spirit speaking through you. As you're talking, I'm just, I'm, I'm getting chills. I'm like, man, you know the spirit is here. Yes, sir. You can feel it moving. And it's just like, wow. Just and I have continue. To, yes, I have please to continue. say, Miss <laughs> Charity, uh, yeah. thanks to Miss Charity for all the time she's taking me to McDonald's. <laughs> that kind of solidified yeah. my place at yeah. coming to Riverland, you know what I'm saying? Right. Every time. But no, her family too. Her family was really instrumental in, in just like... Mm-hmm. And and stewardship over me, like it's like it's like every family, just like welcome me with open arms, Man. and not and God is like literally revealing to me that that was letting me know that I belong. Absolutely, and I should have been paying attention to that, but of course I'm young. I don't but you're know. Young. Yeah, you're you going know, through it. You're in so, the middle of it. You know, God like was letting me know like you do belong, and yeah. for the family that you don't have right now. Mm. I'll give you all of these families, yeah. you know, and that's what God did. And then when I got to Riverland, yeah. you know, I started to spiritually grow because now it's like, oh, I'm actually going to go in the Bible and yeah. figure, figure these things out. And yeah. like, um, I'm not going to sit here and act like everything was perfect guys, because <laughs> then we get to the point where we keep it real. <laughs> we keep it, we keep it real. <laughs> I always had a passion to write music and mm-hmm. to produce music and, um, this was happening during high school too, where all of this stuff was going on. I was going to Riverland, but I didn't feel like my voice fit into gospel music. Yeah. Mm. So I went to hip hop. Yeah. And honestly, I never even heard hip hop until I was like later on, like until I think I was like a sophomore in high school. Yeah. Because everything was Fred Hammond and like Marvin Sapp and just gospel, 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 gospel <laughs> from my mom. Which I'm very grateful for that nice, because that's yeah. what I listen to now. Yeah. yeah but yeah. um when I first heard I was like, What? Drake? He can, <laughs> what he can sing and rap? I've never <laughs> heard this before. So I was just cultivated by that oh, and I good. started, you know, writing these songs and I started to get a little like, you know, I, my friends that are I'm really close with now, we made this whole rap group in mm-hmm. high school. Yeah. We were rapping, but I mean, we did a show in Atlanta. Um, it got to a point where like I started getting followers yeah. and one of my friends that I was making music with online, this guy is huge now. He's like signed and all now, yeah. but wow. He was like 15 and he had like seven albums done. Like he was Ooh. like a crazy, incredible, yeah. had a crazy work ethic. Um, but we were making music and just sending each other stuff. Like, yeah. cause you know, technology is crazy. So yeah. I get on the song, do a verse and hook and I send it to him. And, yeah. you know, we're doing hip hop songs and it got to a point where like these kids in New York, they started like really following me, like mm. to the point where they booked a venue and invited us to come so i brought my guys we went to new york and and we literally did a whole show like like so out of show even though i wasn't doing it for god at the time yeah you know i what i what i think i realized was like and this is around the time where like i'm starting to go through my own uh because something i always thought about being around christians is christians always had these incredible stories about God or like where God brought them from and God's brought me from a lot of things too absolutely but being in being like a a teenage almost an adult Mm -hmm. I was like like where where like I never really experienced anything I don't know so I started going out into the world and trying to find this like this feel to the emptiness like that I had Mm -hmm. from not feeling Mm -hmm. accepted 
Um, So I'm, you know, doing these shows and, you know, thanks be to God, I never like touched any type of drugs or alcohol because I just never felt like that was me. So thanks be to God, I never touched none of that. Also, I saw how much money my friends were spending on it and I was like, yeah, that's a... So... Did a lot of <laughs> so a lot of money on stupid I got stuff. to <laughs> I got to a point, you know, where you know I'm making music, I'm doing all these shows and stuff. I meet Nia because you know this is this is ended up being my wife, but Nia is like my best friend. Her family, you know, moved down here right around that time, mm-hmm. and you know Nia was just always a like literally my best friend. I told her everything, yeah, and um had no idea she was gonna be my wife, but yeah. you know. I'm going through all of these things. And I mean, at this time, I'm depressed all the way. I'm like, I'm wearing do-rags. I don't get a haircut. I'm not, I'm not getting haircuts. Yeah. I'm not taking care of myself. Right. And Nia is, we were just getting the car together. And sometimes I'd be in her car. Sometimes she'd be in mine. And we would just talk for hours. Yeah. And she would just say all of these, like, beautiful, like, incredible messages to me or or like she'll send these messages to me talking about my my heart or saying that I'm you know I'm so much more than what I see you know and people see so much more in you than what you know absolutely and at this time I'm feeling like I'm living a double life because I'm going to Riverland Mm -hmm. I'm at church and then I'm making hip-hop music so I'm just like ah like I'm getting to a point where I'm like I'm knowing the truth yeah because I grew up with it but I'm battling with like just kind of like straddling the fence, like trying to figure out, okay, I know what God says, but I got all these goals to be like the best artist and all of this stuff and like to win Grammys and all of these things. And that happened for literally another seven years. So seven years of just from 18 to 26 because I'm 26 now it, it was a whole and not really seven I'd say more like five and um it was a whole just like period of just like struggling mentally because mm. I knew I was talented I knew I was gifted I had this fan base you know like I've gained good followers on Instagram and stuff yeah and I'm thinking okay things are gonna go good for me but I keep getting like pretty much I think something's ha- something is for me and something knocks it out the way and I'm like oh man like nothing ever happens for me like type thing I'm in like yeah. literally that for like 5 years straight wow. at the same time being close with Nia you know still being close with the Hot Shields coming over there every Every Christmas, spending time with them on my birthday. Right. So my birthday is Christmas Eve. So we'll go over <laughs> there, you know. And one one day, I just remember, um, I remember uh, a situation happened. It was pretty catastrophic, and, like, cops were involved. Mm. I did nothing wrong. Yeah. So, you know, I know most people that are in jail say that, but I promise. <laughs> um, I was coming home one night from from the gym. We was working out and stuff, and we decided to me and my friends decided to pull over and freestyle. You know, yeah. So you know when you freestyle, you have to turn the music down yeah. to hear each other. So yeah. we're not loud, but we're in this neighborhood that's technically my neighborhood because now I'm back living with my sister Ashley. They moved back down to Somerville and everything, mm-hmm. right. so I'm back living with them. And um, I see this car pull up, and it's nighttime. And it's it's a car. The lights pull up, and then 
the lights cut off. Mm-hmm. And at first I was like, that's a little weird. Yeah. But I was like, we're freestyling. So we're just rapping and rapping and rapping. And then I see another car pull up. And then I see another car pull up. And I'm like, dang, they must mm-hmm. must be having a party or something. Yeah. And then it's it's like all these cars, but it's so dark you can't really see what's going on. Yeah. And I see blue lights go through like the bushes. Yep. And I literally was like, guys, time to go home. Yeah. So Soon as we moved an inch in the car, huge lights just bling, lights everywhere. And I mean, there were guns on us I've never seen before. Wow. So I'm just like in the car and it's me, my friend Matthew, uh, this girl named Jade. She's like literally like my best friend's cousin. And we were just freestyling. It was just three of us. We were working out and then we just came to freestyle. And we were just like, what is going on? And my friend Matthew is trying to like talk to them. I'm like, bro, put the car in park, do whatever they say. Yeah. So they get him out on the ground. Matthew's a big boy. Matthew's like, you know, real big dude. So yeah. get him on the ground. Then they get Jade on the ground. And I'm praying in the back like, man, like, I'm just like, I don't know. Um, also, you see all the stuff on social media about cops yeah. shooting people. Mm-hmm. I've had an encounter with that because at my old church, um, a guy named Walter Scott that got killed by uh, mm-hmm. by a cop. His whole family went to my old church. Wow! So we're really close. We're all really close. So yeah. when it happened, I like that messed me up. You know, I'm yeah. I'm literally still really close with his son. Like mm-hmm. you know, wow. uh, Rodney Scott is the, our organ player. So I'd still wow. talk to him on the phone. You know, wow. we're we used to go to cookouts, all types of stuff. You know, his mom his mom was super powerful, like wow. powerful wow. lady, and um. You know, a lot of them has passed away now because, you know, it's been so long. But, you know, during the time, I just remember thinking, like, what does it feel like to get shot? Because I literally was already thinking that because I just didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah. And they had me, like, turn around, put my hands on my head and walk backwards. And I've never been in a situation like that in my life. So I just knew to do what they told me to do. And I was just praying. And come to find out there was... Someone with a similar description of car mm. that was robbing people with AK-47s in the neighborhood. Wow. So the cops were like, wow. we're going to pull out everything we have because we, you know, we don't know, yeah. you know, yeah. what's going on. And once they explained it to us, it was like, oh, man, like we understand, you know, and yeah. we didn't have any ill will towards it or anything like that. We were just happy that we were OK. Yeah. It took the handcuffs off us and there was just like, you know, nothing on your record. You know, we we just... Had to make precautions, take precautions. They asked if we, they could search the car. We was like, yes, of course. Yeah. You know, no guns, nothing. Yeah. And we went home. But I remember all I thought about was Nia mm. the whole time. I was wow. like, I don't want to talk to nobody but her. But her, yeah. That yeah. was it. And that's when I knew there was more than just the friendship there. Wow. And Long story short, after me spilling my guts to her, and she's going to laugh because she made me wait a day <laughs> before she told me how she felt back towards yeah, me. Right. She had to talk to her mom, yeah. and she came back and let me know, and we yeah. took it slow for mm-hmm. like two months, and then we started dating, and then yeah. we dated for two years, and then we got married. So it was, or we were, we got engaged for a year, and then we got married. Yeah. So... It was the craziest, like, bunches of the last two years that happened, like, so fast. And seeing the transformation of, like, okay, I wanted all of these things in hip-hop and all these things in music, 
and all these dreams for myself. But the closer I got to her, the more I was, the more she kind of pushed me to get closer to God. Mm. So as this is happening, I'm feeling conflicted because I'm like, I got all these goals. But at the same time, if it's your will for me, allow this to happen, God. Yeah. And that's when my heart started changing with music because music is is like something I love so much. I love all music, different styles, different. Yeah. Yeah. I just love music. Um, but I got to a point where I was like, God, even if you want me to lay music down, and that one hurt. Because I was like, this yeah. is not what yeah. I want to do at all. I was I like, at least have me like put scores for movies or something. Like, <laughs> hey. you know, but I yeah. got to yeah. the point where I was like, God, if I got to put this down. Yeah. And I stopped making music for three years. Like I stopped putting music out. I was still kind of making music, but I just stopped putting music out for three years. And, you know, all my friends are like, yo, like what's going on? Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, but I was on a spiritual journey that God was like taking me. And then um, I got something I started during all of this process. My grandmother passed away Mm -hmm. and one of my good friends that started me rapping passed away. um, He overdosed. And this was like back to back, like same year. And um, I started to like really think about it. Like, is this really like what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm. Like is and then I started thinking about all of the people that has helped me along the process. Yeah. And if they weren't where God wanted them to be at, right. Where would I have been? Would, wow. So wow. and I started thinking about and I started getting all these messages of kids that still, you know, are close to me and they ask for advice yeah. and they ask for, and in my head, I'm like, I don't even know what to say to y'all, but yeah. Yeah. God allows me to, you know, say things to them and it helps them out, helps them yeah. make decisions. And it's like, wow, God, like you're using me. Even with my friends, I was just talking to my friend today and he's about to get married. Yeah. And it's crazy because it's a beautiful thing. Marriage. He's the last person <laughs> I would have expected to get married yeah. before like my other friends. Yeah. And we were talking about God. I was like, wow, he's talking about scriptures. And he's like, yeah. and then God was like, like the I use music as a tool to connect you to them. And mm. you, I, and then I started thinking like, wow. So even if I just talked about God, that struck something to them to think about it. That's right. You know, That's and right. sometimes we had long conversations in the studio. We wouldn't even record. Yeah. We would just talk about God. While making bad songs, like which is so you know, funny, it's yeah, like, like it's so funny how God could still use that, yeah. yeah. And yeah. you know, now I'm to a place where, like, um, when my grandmother died, and I'm starting to go back to Walterboro because that's my hometown, yeah. And I was just riding through, and God started giving me the pieces of the story for the album I was going to do, mm-hmm. and the album is talking about. And still, at this point, I'm still trying to do Kalen. So I'm still like, yeah, "Yeah, we're going to call this the Soul Boy. And it's going to be like all of it. So (laughs) the funny thing about it, even with me trying to do it in my own way, God still used it because God was like, what is is the most important thing to me? Hmm. And yeah. Literally, he just told me this just now. It's yeah. your soul. Like, you look like you got it's it. It's your soul. Yeah, yeah. That's, right. that's what he's that's after. Right. That's right. He's after Absolutely. our soul. Mm. Absolutely. And 
I was like, whoa, like even now, like I'm it's blowing my mind because now I'm taking my story and everything that I'm telling you guys today yeah. is all connected. So every video is connected to a place that I was, mm -hmm. where I was at that time, right. during that time. Yeah. And then it started, it went from a contemporary album to R and B album yeah. to now it's just like, God, this is your album. Absolutely. So whatever I like whatever you want me to say it's gonna like it's gonna happen and even though a lot of my my fan base isn't gospel listeners yeah. it's gonna i'm gonna give it to them because this is what god is telling me to do so i don't know when it's coming out i'm still yeah. working on things but like i had i have 700 like 735 songs from like the last what the last six years yeah yeah and I had to scrap all of them and start over. And I'm at a place where I'm like, whatever you want me to do. And now it's like, even with, with you coming in, because there's, there's a time when Pastor Jeff was, you know, so inspiring to me. Yeah. Um, especially the way he like speaks. Like he had, he's like, right. it's almost like he's like super calculated or something. I don't know. He's like, <laughs> he's incredible. Like it's almost yeah. like he like practices this stuff. Yeah, yeah. How, how great of a speaker he is. Right. And then um, with you, you're a great speaker as well, but something that is really incredible about you is uh, your gift of words. Mm. Because me being a songwriter, mm -hmm. I'm like, Man, this guy like even like your uh your poem not your poem but the uh the CD you gave oh yeah you gave everyone and yeah I'm not gonna lie I went straight in and was listening to it like <laughs> I, I was just curious and I was like wow he is yeah. like really gifted with this right, right. and um it like also your ability to retain scripture mm. that inspired me like I was like I, I keep I every time I say it I was like, yeah, he always does the same thing you thought he was doing he's shaking his head no, like, no. no it's yeah. true because yeah. I was like dude I can like I have a crazy memory like I can rem I remember every step from my freshman years marching band uh the whole like actual show yeah. I remember yeah. every like mm -hmm. every year of band I remember all of the cadences all of the right. the shows wow. right. I remember like I can literally recite to you like albums yeah. like I just have this thing but I never could with the bible mm -hmm. so when I saw you do I was like wow this is something that I really want to do yeah. and then I saw a video a couple weeks ago about how studying and also I have to shout out Nia's mom she gave me a study bible and also this is very significant a study bible and I had a, a bible cover mm -hmm. from the hot shields yeah. for years and I just never had a bible so yeah she gives me this study bible and she's like I believe God is um calling you to study the word right and she gave me the study bible and all these great like you know, notebooks and stuff. And I was like, dude, this is all because I was I was asking for yeah. a Bible. Like I was talking to God and I just didn't want to make the wrong purchase. Like I didn't know because there's so many different Bibles. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And when I get to to our house and me and Nia, um, Nia's in the bedroom and I have the Bible sleeve that the Hashios gave me. And I was in the same kind of like the same mind frame because sometimes some days you wake up and you feel like you're not where you need to be. Yeah. And I was feeling that way. And the front of the sleeve was Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, mm. and it was, and now I, and that's my first scripture that I've memorized. For I know the plans that I have for you, plans to prosper you, um, not to harm you, 
yeah. um, plans to give you hope in the future. That's my mm-hmm. first Bible verse that I memorized. Wow. And I just memorized it like two <laughs> days ago. <laughs> but like, hey, you got it, man. I got inspired by, yeah. by you, by God working wow. through you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I say all of this to say like the, I'm still figuring out the, the, like, I guess like the, the importance of my story mm-hmm. and I'm still figuring out how God wants me to like put it out into the world. This is my first time really talking about it yeah. to everyone, you know, like a lot of people at church, they just like, Oh, that's a drummer kid, you know, yeah. like the drummer yeah. dude, but yeah. it's so much behind the scenes, you know? And, yeah. um, I don't, I'm, I feel like I've touched everything as much as I can, yeah. Yeah. Um, because no, it's it's so much. Absolutely, yeah. We, but I, I, we can we can hear the 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 amount that that's your that you have in there, and and you're yes. being and understandably you're. Being I also very don't selective. like to talk this much, so. Well, I, I mean, <laughs> listen, I'm I'm over here just 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 like yeah. What else you got? But <laughs> I get, I get what to say. No, and, and and again, um, just it's 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 very men. Right, we have an issue with saying anything uh, outside of the external. Right, yes. so when we start looking internally, we start pointing the finger at us, and we start digging deep on the inside of what we got going on. We tend to shy away from that. Right, yes, sir. to your to your point of what you're just saying. But you know, just from me to you, I I, I just want to say thank you for wow. thank sharing. You. Absolutely. And same, Thank same you guys for like, giving no, me a place to, Thank you. to, you know, speak about it. You absolutely. Know? We want to, we definitely, we're definitely going to have you back on because, for sure. you know, we have more to, to talk about clearly. Yes. Um, but, you know, again, just, just, just thank you for sharing. Um, of course. I, a, a lot of people out there, um, I know you all can, can relate um, in certain areas and there may be areas that you can relate to that you have never told anyone, right? So, um, yeah, I'm just going to say it again. Thank you. That's a very, wow. it's very, very specific what you're talking about, right? There's a lot of, there's a lot of trauma in yes, there. Sir. Um, and to be able to speak about it um, and not go to certain places, uh, anger, frustration, resentment, um, it would be very easy for you to sit in that I don't know if you would agree. Mm-hmm. It would be very easy for you to sit in that place and be detached from the purpose that the Lord has for you. So uh, for whatever it's worth, keep keep marching down the path that you're marching on. Um, Thank you. In, in respect to that, because, again, we may not uh, have the same experiences uh, in, in, in that sense, but we do also have, you know, our own experiences that have led us to this moment where we are right now. Right. And different stories, different experiences, but being able to be here, uh, and talk about it, you know, just, uh, that's that's tremendous. Absolutely. Of course. I'm just happy to be here. You guys are like (laughs) super cool to me. (laughs) Like Honestly, honestly, you you guys are super. First of all, I just want to say, uh, one okay first i i love you you're my wife and i really appreciate you so hi, Nia. i know you're gonna see this um i'm sorry i had to do that david um, should we do the same thing real quick just to 
Um, but I, um, one, I, for what all of the professionalism, because this is like the most professional environment I've been in. And I've been, I mean, I've been to like, I didn't even tell you about me doing uh, drum work for a band, the Sonnet, the Interscope. Yeah. I got connected with those guys yeah. through social media. And I mean, even th- like the professionalism, the way that you made it like a home, like invite inviting me here and, you know, just making me feel comfortable, you know, wow. that's wow. a gift. Wow. And, you Thank know, you. God is going to use that mm-hmm. um, wow. continuously um, through your life as well. And you're going to, you're going to do incredible things. Wow. Thank you, brother. And with you... That. First of all, oh, being man. a pastor is something. Because listen, everybody and their mom thinks I'm going to be a pastor, and really, I don't know if I if I am. If that's what God has for me, yeah. I don't want to run from it. Yeah. But to to be a pastor and to deal with all of the different changes and the different people's opinions, and because if we're gonna be real about it, I mean, yeah. I I uh, the thing that I connected in the Bible and the Word to today is uh the actual like i guess the the characteristics of a human like mm-hmm. human nature is very evil like if you mm-hmm. think about it yeah. like if i if i now that i'm reading the word and reading yeah. it in context mm-hmm. and also mr bob uh erwin i believe his mm-hmm. last name yeah. he's been a pretty big disciple like not he like discipleship mm-hmm. over me and yeah. also you know we, we did premarital counseling with him and his wife yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah. um he's helped me yeah. think about it in context mm. and actually apply things mm. yeah. so when i think about it even like if you're at the light and the light just turned green and now they're already honking the horn yeah it's like that is just the nature of yeah. the human absolutely and absolutely. um they can't even really see outside of that until they get connected to the spiritual aspect mm-hmm. of themselves mm-hmm. so wow. um people are hard to deal with yeah as it Very is so. at work at in, in traffic, so to deal to deal with it at, to deal with it on that level yeah. and still have the love of God and the heart mm-hmm. of God within mm-hmm. you and still be so welcoming to everyone, yeah. um, that's what makes you super cool to me. Thank also, you, you are dope. super incredible as a writer. Like you Thank should, you, you know, that's I'm dope. I'm not gonna tell you what to do because I could be wrong, <laughs> um, but you know, if God gives you like if God gives you something and it burns within your heart, like. Just go for it and don't yeah. worry about the world. Yeah, um, God's going, God's going, he's going, he's going to speak. We talked last week about discerning, discernment, and he's, he's going to talk to us. It's whether or not we pay attention to it, that's our choice. So, very, very good words. Sir, if you don't mind, oh, so graciously as you always do, take us out in a word of prayer. I will. I will. God, thank you so much for this time with Kalen. And God, thank you that we can learn from one another's stories. And it's so amazing to me that for 8 billion some odd people on the planet, that you're so intimately involved in our lives. And not only that uh, individually between us and you, but between us and one another. I, it just uh, it just makes me uh, get a greater picture of how great you are just to see your intimate involvement in Kalen's life and how that intersects into the lives of so many already. So thank you for uh, a greater picture of your grandeur, and it's in your name we pray. Amen. 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 Listen, thank you again for sharing all of that. You know. Yes, sir. Um, hopefully, y'all can 
gain something from this, then uh, go share it with whoever you know the Lord lays on your heart to share it with, um, yeah. because we never know what what we got going on. Um, I would have no clue uh, that this was his story unless we sat down and we talked about it. So definitely, definitely, when you're out there today, every other day, on a daily basis, make sure you're letting people know that you love them, that they're loved, and whenever the Lord lays it on your heart to help someone, help them. You never know what can come of it. So mm. before we take off, anything you want to share with everybody out there? Um, shout out anything, anything you got going on? Um, Just shout out to uh, Mr. J. I didn't talk about Mr. J much. <laughs> my uh, my dad-in-law, he's pretty much like my dad. Um, he was very instrumental and just the growth of me as well and also his uh his men's group with you know all the guys they're incredible um but other than that you know just um try god for yourself man amen for real and with that try god for yourself we love you we'll see you in the next one like comment subscribe do all that stuff we'll see you in the next one